Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Catherine Sash. Where you are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states in the globe, it's the happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Not too much, Bureau. Not too much. So before we introduce the guests, some breaking news. Drop the breaking news, down. Joe. All right, breaking news. So if you drum roll, please. There we go. What just happened, Geek? You break the news. Oh my god, it's crazy. Tony Khan just bought Ring of Honor from that's, Sinclair. That's insane. You know, I'm not a big fan of Ring of Honor, but now we won't have to call Sinclair if we ever hey Sam, we won't have to call. Sinclair anymore, but we have, we have to call uh, uh, AEW to get them. That may be even harder yeah. <laughs> to get somebody, but yeah. Uh, Tony Khan has bought Ring of Honor. I think he did that because to get the uh, the, the all-in library. The all-in all library and stuff like that. And We have a lot of friends that were connected to Ring of Honor that came on Dudes at Ringside, so I really wonder what they're thinking. Like, yeah. what's going on in their brain? So, Ready to introduce the guest geekers? Yeah. Uh, let's give a dude warm dudes at ringside welcome to the strongest man in all the land, Arthur MacArthur. What's happening, guys? What's Back going on, you. dude? <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Hey, hey. Before, so. like, like, as we always say, if our fans aren't familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. All right, guys. Well. I'm uh been working about a few years now. I'm uh, as, as you said, I am the strongest man in all the land, Arthur MacArthur. Um, trained out of AIW, uh, wrestle there a lot. Been getting out there a lot recently. You can catch me on a lot of uh, IWTV shows as of late. Um, that's that's pretty much all there is to it. I mean, also I'm in a tag team with uh, my good buddy Chuck Stone in Bulking Season, and we just got a major announcement done today as well as we'll. We'll be facing a PME for their tag team championships next Thursday in mm. Cleveland, Ohio. More breaking news on the podcast. There Our dudes go. at ringside get so much breaking news. It's almost fun. We had breaking news from England that everybody was just like, why? Is it? Like, you know how it was almost to me, I could picture all the British podcasts doing the, the Brady Bunch thing. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Why dudes at ringside? They're not even from England. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Arthur, who who trained you? Uh, so Dominic Greeny, who's uh, who was recently in MLW. He he's the one who trained me. If you guys know him, been making waves, especially with his tag partner Kevin Koo. Um, 
Derek uh, Derek uh, Dillinger also helped train me at AIW. So those are the two guys I credit the most for the success I've had so far. Okay. So what was your first match like in front of a crowd, and who did you wrestle? <laughs> so the first match I ever had in front of a crowd, um, it was with uh, it was like a little unknown show actually. It was me, my buddy Chuck Stone, uh, Mikey Montgomery, and Eric Taylor. Uh, all four of us were AIW uh, students. Uh, we hadn't officially debuted for AIW yet, but we had a little uh, pre-show match for our little sister developmental promotion out here in Cleveland, and it was it was just it was strange, you know. I mean, it wasn't a big debut, but it was also our debut, you know. Mm-hmm. So, for us in front of a crowd for the first time, it was really like, wow. This is this is great. I gotta do this more often, you know. Mm. But yeah, it's come a long way since then, and it's 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 wild. It's pretty cool, and it's funny you say you're in a tag team. We're having tag team month in May. Hmm. So if you're not busy and your uh, well, tag team partner's yeah. not busy, yeah, you know where to reach me, bro. We've yeah. always loved to have you guys, you and your buddy, come on the podcast. But um, so with the news that we broke before before we introduced you. What's going through your mind right now? I don't even know where to begin. It's so so. From what I'm hearing, he bought ROH. Uh, I'm gonna assume that ROH itself as a promotion won't be ran. It's just gonna be kind of like how WWE did back when they bought WCW and just have all of their archives and you know. So I mean, we have AEW's video game coming up in the future. Maybe we'll see some ROH, you know, roster members. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe we'll have a, a network. A streaming service of some kind we yeah. can watch old roh matches back you know um i really don't know much else what what it could be what he wants to do with roh but i'm looking forward to it i mean you'll probably see guys like jonathan gresham in aew now so yeah definitely definitely got briscoe. the briscoe brothers and another ones we and have AEW. a friend that that came on the podcast i don't know if you're familiar with stella gray no oh okay she was on roh for a while um, i we, I was thinking, a first person, I thought Briscoe, then I thought, oh my God, Stella Gray. Oh my God, <laughs> Stella Gray. <laughs> Bandito, Bandito's another one. That Bandito. Probably, Bandito's another oh, one yeah. to pick up. Bandito. And already, a large roster already is about to expand even further. It's it's amazing. Yeah. For people that have not seen these guys, you know, that aren't, eight, um, they'll be, finally get to see them on AEW TV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, go. So, so what, like, what's your dream match? Who is somebody you would love to face in the future? You know, it's funny because um, I was thinking the other day, like, uh, one, of, one of the guys I really appreciate in the business right now is Cesaro or now Claudio Castanoli, and he just got released. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, he didn't, he didn't get released. He just didn't extend his contract. He just left, left yeah. quietly. Um, he's someone I've really taken a lot of inspiration from as far as in the ring goes, and I feel – he would be someone I would really love to work with, you know. Obviously, that's a, a hefty, you know, business deal you're gonna have to make. I mean, I'm sure he's gonna sign a top dollar contract somewhere by now, but I would that would definitely be someone I'd love to work with, you know, Claudio easily. Def- definitely. Okay. Especially when back to the old days with the when he was the Swiss, when he was the hey. Oh yeah. Yeah, mm. those days, those good old days right there. But um, yeah, Cesaro. I mean, I, like our guest said on yesterday's podcast, every match could be a dream match now because people are being released left and right. Because anything could happen now. So, 
you know, it's, it's funny you made that because like it's like when people get released or they walk away or they're just whatever, especially when they get released. I'll see some <laughs> indie workers who will just tag them in a pose like, hey, I really want to wrestle this guy. It's like maybe he doesn't want to hear about your dream match right now. No, you know, right. I exactly. also hear like to me, I feel personally when somebody gets released from WWE and they were known in the indie scene beforehand. Are there that I could see every indie promotion doing like the old Warner Brothers Wolf when they see the Bug Bunny with the mouth, <laughs> mouth drooling, or the Wolf from Roger Rabbit when it sees uh, Jessica Rabbit, gong. <laughs> yeah, because they're thinking it's like, oh yeah, well, now we're gonna make some money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think their Burns price tag was, may have gone up just a little bit. Or the yeah, exactly. Mr. Burns doing this. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> or the Tony Khan's of the world are going. Excellent. <laughs> There's that gif of uh, Cody Rhodes with his ear. Well, actually, it's not appropriate anymore. He's gone, but there was always that. Yeah. So, so what's the so what's the gift for that for WWE now? I guess the 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 gift is the gift the gif is him doing it for himself now. I I, I guess. <laughs> well, the, it would be the one if if somebody gets released from AEW. It's Vince McMahon with the money, the money in his hand doing the no doing the walk. No, it's Vince McMahon with the money. Like you know, you ever see the the give with Vince McMahon with the money in his hand? He's like spilling the money, he's like crinkling the money. Have you ever seen that one before? I've seen that. Yeah, that is Vince McMahon when somebody gets released from AEW and he's like, ah. No, it's it's always somebody when they they do the power walk. Awesome. Somebody important, it's Vince McMahon doing the power walk. (laughs) If it's someone (laughs) that was known but not known. Ooh, it's always its own. They gotta find one of Tony Khan. They have to find a meme of Tony Khan doing something like thinking or going, hmm. I'm sure they'll make yeah. something up. Yeah. Yeah, so somebody the, some the somebody, internet is so creative. <laughs> internet, just... you know you guys do a lot of stuff. Why don't you make a meme of Tony Khan? You have billions of Vince McMahon ones, billions of Cody Road memes. <laughs> Where's Tony Khan? <laughs> so are there um what kind of foods do you like? What kind of foods do you like? Okay. Um, well, I think my all-time go-to, no matter what, um, is getting wings. Mm. Chicken wings, especially mild, medium. Gar- hot garlic parm is my go-to. Ooh. So I got a couple bars not too close, far from my house. Actually, it's like a walking distance. And if I need my wing fix, I might even have to get some tonight. You know, I that's where I go. Mm. I, I can eat wings probably every day if I wanted to. <laughs> I shouldn't. There's a um, place. I'm sorry. When you're done, I'll tell you something really cool. When you're done, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, I spent some time in Korea, so I really appreciate a lot of Asian noodle dishes, a lot of all that. Um, yeah, and I'm a, and I am part Italian, so I got to experience the Italian cooking growing up. So I also love love a nice pasta dish as well. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, what was you? What's your story? There's a thing where I live in Pennsylvania. It's a company that's out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. They're called Peggy's. And they actually have a garlic parm sauce. Yes. That would be great. Look them up online. They're just called Peggy's. And I think you would have to look Peggy's. Um, and may have to connect Scranton, Pennsylvania. So they may pop up immediately as soon as you look, look up Peggy's. May, may get some other things, but Peggy's, right? Peggy's, Scranton, Pennsylvania. I think they'll probably ship to you because I've asked the people that if they want it, we'll ship it. So That would be awesome, actually, because I always do. Very good. 
I need my fix, man. Oh, I was, <laughs> as soon as she got like Palmer, I thought, ding, Peggy's. Because <laughs> I've told like three or four wrestlers about the Peggy sauce. So, Peggy's, if you're listening, we like you. <laughs> I'll give it a yeah. shot. Yeah, so for me, I love pasta and burgers. Not together, though. <laughs> Those are my two favorite foods right there. Yeah. We do. We are the we are the taco taco slash pizza t- podcast also podcast also. Yeah, I do. I could always go for a nice taco as well. Yeah. Like a real fancy rec- Mexican restaurant taco or a Taco Bell taco. Which one is your? I mean, I'll be honest. The tacos from Taco Bell are just they're nothing. It's <laughs> yeah. like the very basic. Here's your tortilla. Here's some cheese. Here's some meat. You know, have fun with that. But you go to like a fancy Mexican place. That's where the good tacos will be, obviously. Now, I love Taco Bell. It's one of my favorite post-show places to go. But, but I got to get real tacos. Like, yeah. They're not real tacos. <laughs> no, of course not. But like generic <laughs> meat <laughs> they found they found somewhere in a bag. They're like, yeah, I got your taco meat right here. It was in the back of the fridge for three days. Womp, womp. <laughs> exactly. Now, you, you go to Arizona. I mean, Arizona is... They're the king of tacos right there. Oh, God. <laughs> I got one this big when I went to Arizona, like, in 2001. They had, like, chicken, beef, um, beans. It was just I, – I didn't even finish it. I had to bring it back to my cousin's house. I was like I, – I, I, and normally I could finish something like this. I was going, I, uh, I, uh, I can't finish it. I can't finish it. It's not like Eric Cartman after eating all the jewels on that episode. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, it's basically like I've been to Arizona, and it's like how we have pizza in New York is how they have tacos in Arizona and Mexican food in Arizona. That checks out. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's amazing. So you've since uh, we were on the topic of AEW before. uh, So you've been on AEW Dark. Like, what was your energy like going coming (laughs) out of the curtain? Like, well, okay, so I got to correct you there. So I was at AEW. I didn't actually get a match on AEW Dark. Oh, so yeah. Um, I I did. T- I'm sure you saw the promo pictures I've taken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when we do extra work, I'll, everyone gets a picture taken. They don't really decide who gets a match until uh, they just. It's kind of like a last minute thing. It's let's see what works and what doesn't for the day. I've been a couple times. Didn't really get a match. Um, I'm still on their books though, so I probably will go back at some point. But e- either way, it's a great experience. You know, being back there for the first time. You know, seeing all these people, like I saw guys like Mark Henry and all them, um, and Cody Rhodes as well. I even got, to, I did get to be on the vlog, Sammy Guevara, Guevara's vlog, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I had a little skit on there. But, but yeah, AEW um, is really, it's a great environment back there. You know, I've heard stories about people going to WWE as extra works, extra workers. And it's just like a real uptight environment. You know, you got to watch what you say, watch what you do, this, that AEW is really chill. Like, obviously you got to, you know, watch what you're saying and doing, of course, but I didn't get a vibe of, uh, like I'm a little ant, you know, it's <laughs> mm. your strongest guy. Of course you're not. The ant. <laughs> of course. Ant. And, you know, I, and I know some of the guys who are on the roster as well. Like Ethan Page, he he'll he'll recognize me when I see him, or Lee Moriarty as well. All right. So, where are some of the places you like? Do love to travel to that you have not traveled to yet? Travel places I've traveled to, I haven't you in regards to wrestling? Yeah, yeah, wrestling. wrestling. Or just travel in general. Okay. Well, 
Uh, like I said before, I was in Korea for a year. I was stationed over there for the army many years ago. Um, but you know, Korea really doesn't have a wrestling scene. But you know what? Obviously, his it's seaside neighbor, Japan. Japan would be somewhere I would love to travel. Love to wrestle in as well. I'm not sure about a guy like me. I mean, they have DDT Pro, which is a little wacky out there, but I'm not like their typical strong style type of wrestler they would really look for in me. But I would really love to travel to Japan. Definitely want to get a Ribera jacket sometime, you know? Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. That's the that's the state place I would love to go to. Everybody's talking. I'm not sure how easy one can just go there, but it would be... That would be on my bucket list in wrestling is to get to Ribera and get a jacket. Those are Ribera <laughs> um, jackets. As man. far as other places to travel, I'd love to wrestle. I'd love to go to New York. I haven't really gotten a chance to wrestle there. I know the rules are a little bit stricter over there, so people usually run in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to go to Vegas to wrestle. I've been I've been to Vegas so many times. I'm not sure how, what the scene is like over there, but that's definitely on my list for sure. I heard yeah, we know some pod- we know some podcasters too. So we could we'll spread your name around to a lot of our friends. But like, <laughs> Appreciate you. There's one podcast that you'd really want to talk to. They're really funny guys. The Dirty Heels. They're they're cool guys. They're funny as hell. And and the they, Vegas Bad Boys. And the Vegas Bad Boys. He always we haven't heard. Wow, do you know it's funny, Geek? For yeah. next month, you think that we would have asked them? We haven't got a yeah. chance to ask them yet. You gotta get on that, right, Joe? I gotta get on that. I'm the booker. I gotta get on that. <laughs> so, um, is there what what is your like all time favorite TV shows from like childhood up? <laughs> this might surprise you, but uh, Seinfeld for sure. Oh man, Seinfeld's a definite classic, right there. Yeah, I mean, I can watch Seinfeld any day. I can just put it on the background while I'm doing stuff, and it's just it never gets old to me. <laughs> Seinfeld for sure. I like the older seasons of Family Guy. I think there's a lot of quotable moments there. My roommate's coming in. Don't mind him. Um, uh, let's see. What else do I like? What would um, you say your favorite Seinfeld episode is or moment? Favorite Seinfeld episode? It has to be the one, the opposite, because it's just so, it's just so funny to me when uh, George, what's up? George gets his job with the Yankees and everything, and Lane's life's turning around. Um, for some reason, I really like the Merv Griffin episode too. It's a it's a controversial one for nowadays, but I don't know. There's just something the, the, the zaniness, the wackiness of it. You know, like I said, I could just turn those things on, and I'll just it never gets old. I I love the Cadillac episode when uh, Jerry buys his dad a Cadillac. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> or John Voight and the pen. That's just oh John Voight's car and all that. Yeah, <laughs> another classic. Everyone talks about the Soup Nazi episode. That's a lot I, of people. It's funny. I've actually met the soup Nazi once. He did a really? meet and greet in Parma of, of all places. I don't know why Parma <laughs> was where I live. Um, the guy that plays the soup Nazi or the or the uh, no, the guy who played him. I didn't soup... meet the actual soup Nazi, who's a real person. In case you guys didn't know, yeah, in New York City, right? In New yeah, York, soup man, yeah. I don't know if he actually has his soup shop there anymore. I think it closed down. No, he, I think it's I think it's still there, Joe. The, We're gonna sure. have to investigate. I, I think he owns a chain now. A chain of restaurants in uh I think you know, it's a soup chain. If you go to certain stores, you can find a soup. I think he used to. The soup man is that's what he's called. The soup Yeah, man. the soup guy. And then he likes to claim that Jerry's in a Seinfeld they ruined his business and whatnot. I'd like to think it, it exponentially helped it out because everyone's so curious to see the soup Nazi now. So everyone's gonna flock over there. My dumb <laughs> luck, I'll go with my podcast shirt on and, and my red glasses and my hat. You podcast, I don't like your shirt. No soup for you, but it's my podcast. I don't care. 
No plugging yourself. <laughs> no, no plugging yourself in my shop. Geek will be fine. Here. He'll be sitting there waiting with his waiting like this smile on his face, waiting to order, and I'll be like this. Just standing there, typical me like this, all happy. And they'll be like, You t-shirt with two cartoon guys on it. I don't like your shirt. No suit for you, but this is my podcast. No suit for you. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um yeah, that, that would be that would be a good one to give for sure. Yeah, that, that's my dumb luck. That always will happen to me because I get kicked out of a thing not doing anything. Um, there you go. You you were about to say like uh, more of your favorite shows. I'm sorry, I cut you off there. What was that? You were, you were, you were gonna tell you were gonna tell us more of your favorite TV shows, but I cut you off. I'm sorry. That's okay. More of my TV shows. Uh, uh let's see. Um, I think people don't give Malcolm in the Middle enough credit. I oh yeah, that was a show. That was a that's a, I, I want to rewatch it again. It's 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 a real good insight, you know. Um, shows like that, or I think King of the Hill, which just got reignited, and I'm really excited for. Yeah, I, I heard think about King that. of the Hill was in the wrong era, and now people love it again. People have been rewatching that on Hulu, and I'm trying to think. I what else other shows do I like? Futurama's been re- reignited again, too. Yeah, and they just got the voice for Bender back, so yeah. Uh, I think uh, growing up, you know, Nickelodeon, I would watch, you know, Hey Arnold is a, is an all-timer for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey Arnold, the the old SpongeBob. Yeah, the original before it got weird and, cartoon- and childish. <laughs> yeah, it's a little too much. I think Steven Hillenberg would not be happy what they did with his creation. You guys still there? Yeah. No, That's not, okay. Here. Yeah. Sorry, I got the thing kind of froze. Oh, that's fine. Oh, we were we, we we someone from Twitch put said something on the screen. And he, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say awesome. The perfect evolution of beards are back. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm still here. I'm just replying to this message I just got. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I'm someone sent me a message on, on Facebook. No, no, no. The the guests in the chat. What is the that? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I was confused by that. I'm confused too, dude. Sorry. All right. What do you mean by that? Don't you don't have to make the guests upset. Okay. All this right. Stuff. We were talking before when we were talking before before we were live about uh like younger, like shows from back in the day, and you name Artie. All I could think is Pete and Pete. Like, did you watch that show as a kid? So or? okay, so I swear to God, I swear to God, I did not get the inspiration for Arthur MacArthur, the strongest man on land, from Artie, the strongest man in the world. It is a gigantic coincidence. I never watched Pete and Pete before. Before I did wrestling, I know I'm a little bit younger than you, a lot younger than you think. But um, no, I'm much younger than that. <laughs> But um, yeah, I didn't watch Pete and Pete, and then, and then someone kept saying, "Oh, you're ripping off uh, Pete and Pete." I'm like, "What the? What are you talking about?" And they're saying they showed me this guy, Artie, the strongest man in the world. It's and then I was like, "Wow, that is hilarious." And um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, as long as you don't stand like this, as long as you don't stand like this. You know, it would be. I gotta tell you, if I can get with Toby Huss. And if he somehow found a red sweater, I would love, 
love for him to do a spot or a sequence with him in, in the ring or something. Obviously, he can't wrestle or anything. He's kind of old. And I don't think yeah. he has any formal training in wrestling, but I would love that. Well, he could be your manager. Hey, man, I'll, I'll hit you guys up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so how did the inspiration for for uh, our, the uh, gimmick come about? Okay, so that's a funny story. So <clears throat> while I was training, I was um, I was trying to find a character, what to do, what not. And it was just so hard. You know, I originally wanted to be like a shoot-style wrestler. I had a background in high school wrestling. I thought, okay, maybe I could do that. And it's it didn't really seem to work out for me as far as uh, to translate that. You know, it's hard to be a shoot-style wrestler and be as good as someone like Kurt Angle, you know, who's an Olympic wrestler, you know. Someone who may have made it to the district tournament's not going to have the same star quality as someone, you know, one of the best amateur wrestlers of all time in our country. So, and then one day our promoter, uh, John Thorne, walks into West Training. He sees me walking around, and he goes, you know, the way I look, and he just says to Dom, our trainer, like, that's a circus strongman right there. I was like, oh, <laughs> what? Okay. And... So then they said, yeah, we want you to be like a vintage circus strongman type character. I'm like, all right, I, I can work with that. And then I had to come up with a name. And so at that time, uh, I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And obviously, if you guys play that game, the main character, Arthur Morgan. And I heard the name Arthur. I'm like, is there any wrestlers right now named Arthur that are like known? I don't think so. And I, I did my homework. Arthur was available, so I took it. So I needed the last name, MacArthur. Um, I just I was I was asking somebody. He was like, "Hey, um, I need a I need a last name for me. I can't just be Arthur. I'm not in the WWE, you know." And they <laughs> said, "Be Arthur MacArthur." I'm like, "Oh my God, you've done something." <laughs> and um, it's funny because if you look up the name Arthur MacArthur, there's actually a Grammy nominated producer named arthur MacArthur, so i've had to battle that a little bit hmm. but i don't know i the name is just so it's di different and you know that's my whole g way i attack wrestling is to just be different and to try and as much as possible especially as a character i'm still here i'm checking another message if it's a wrestling awesome friend, tell me you're live on twitch right now oh i might have to <laughs> well, you you want me to send you the link on your Instagram for the for the uh, the Twitch? Um, yeah, you might as well. Okay, cool and cool. Yeah, I'll pu I'll put that in my story. It's funny some wrestlers don't know how to do that. It's simple. You just get the message, boom, click, send. It's awesome. No, there's also a thing that says link in the in the um on the Instagram story. That takes more that takes more steps, but it's not that hard. I know there's people that I go, is it supposed to be like this? Is it supposed to be like that? And I'm just like, uh, um, uh, well, um, I'm like that kid that's like, well, he's gonna. And I said, uh, uh, what's that one that, that meme when the kid's like, I'm going to do this and uh, that and uh, this. <laughs> that's me. That's me in every situation when it comes to wrestlers. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. I am going to. I'm currently trying to get this link going. So copy link. I'm doing this right now as we as we speak. Cool and cool. Oh, what the fuck? How do I story? I think I'll just put a picture of. Did 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 I send you our logo? 
Uh, you did, I think. Yeah, give me one second. I'm still there. It is. There it is. I got it. It's a beautiful world. <laughs> it is a good logo, actually. Did you guys design that yourself? Or you have that like is a friend of ours named Joe Alphabet from Canada, and he's a really good guy. So if okay. you need any artwork done, you could always. Oh, you can go to him. He's a he draws style almost like cartoon something you see on Cartoon Network. Yeah. Link, link, link. Where's the damn link? Here we go. I wish I could draw like that. I draw my drawings are almost dark. Like you've seen my drawings, they're yeah. dark and scary. Yeah. I I draw I draw I used to draw to make people happy. Now I draw people that when I they see it they, they okay. Look I did it. We're good. All right. So who would you say your, your favorite opponent to work with is? My favorite opponent I've ever got to work with. Yeah. Man, that's a. It's a tough one because I've had a lot of great matches, a lot of great people I've worked with in the past few years. Um, I can name off a few recent ones. I don't have like a specific one. I just I, I love working with this guy, you know. Um, I think uh, Bitcoin boys out of AIW, our, our fellow trainees, they're really fun to work with. We know each other like in and out. We know everything. It's it just gels. Uh, I like working with PME as well. Um, as of recently, I had matches against the likes of uh, Jason Kincaid, who's a f former Evolve guy, former Japan guy, and he was a real fun guy to wrestle with. He was Ring of Honor too, right? Jason Kincaid? Uh, he might have been. I think he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Dan Champion out of the East Coast. I, I got to work with him recently. He was a lot of fun. Uh, and and uh, Rex Lawless was someone I just got to work with who was also really fun. And if yeah, I didn't name yeah, you Rex. and you're listening to this, it's... We've been trying to get Rex for a long time, and we, we saw him at NYWC. He's, he's probably super busy, though. He's a busy dude, Rex. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a great – yeah, he's a, he's a really busy dude. He's he's awesome, though. <laughs> but, yeah, there's Rex a lot of guys I loved working with in the past, that, and I'd love to work with again. It's You never know. So is there any – I saw the clip on your Instagram page that you, you did stuff with the door. You did a move, and you went through a door. So, like, what is the – like – what is the craziest spot you've ever done? Craziest spot I've ever done. Which, uh, going through a door, let's see. Well, um, craziest spot. I don't, I did a thing, you know, are you familiar with the tag team, the main event? I've it's heard of them. Never, it, that name sounds familiar. They're, 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 uh, I think they're out of Boston, right? They're, they're out of, of like, they wrestle a lot in Pittsburgh. They, they've been on AEW Dark a few times. They've been wrestling in AIW a lot recently. Um, so we did a, a three-way ladder match with us, them, and another team, um, I basically, they did their finishing move, which is where they call the flick, the flea flicker, where they take, they, they basically take you as a back body suplex and another guy catches you. Uh, basically, I got back suplex all the way from the top of ladder. Oh. Yeah, it was rough. And the worst part about that spot, I don't know if I have the clip on Instagram, but I, my head was very close, like this close landing on another ladder on the floor. So I could have, <laughs> Really done some damage. That's uh, one of the craziest spots I've ever done. Uh, Ooh, sounds like it hurt. That's why I'll stick to being behind a microphone and doing small stuff. Hey man, whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> I've I've been told by future like few other wrestlers we had on the podcast that since my family has like wrestlers in it, had wrestlers in it. Oh, you should try it, Joe. And I'm like, I cringe when I when I was I'm at work and I drop stuff, things bang into my side. I work in a grocery store. I cringe when I lift a pallet, a heavy wood pallet, 
And when things fall and hit me in the side, I cringe. I don't think I can lift 50 pound, 50, 300 pound guys in the middle of a ring, not look like a silly jerk trying to lift someone up. No, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, we've had wrestlers on the podcast that told us, yeah, come down to our school. We'll give you a chop. You'll take your first chop. And I'm like, I think I'm good. And then they're like, I think oh, I could take it. I, I don't think Geek can take it. And they'll, you know they're, probably, they're probably like, no, oh, it doesn't hurt that bad. And then I go and tell, and then I say, and I take the chop and it's like, oh, they lied to me. <laughs> it does hurt. It hurts. <laughs> Yeah, I think you. I think I'd be carrying Geek out like like a like Woody from Toy Story, like Andy. I'd be like, Geek's down. Geek, get up. Oh God, and I have to drag him to the car. Okay, Geek, you're you're okay. I'll be like uh, <laughs> Peter Griffin, Peter Griffin feeding the fish. He's okay. He's okay. He's fine. Dragging him, dragging Geek to the car. Come on, Geek, you're fine. Geek, wake up. Water on the face. Oh, did I win? No, Geek, you're. You're uh, you got chopped and collapsed. <laughs> yeah. What did you say your your thoughts on intergender wrestling is? I'm I'm sorry, you got a little quiet there. What was that? Your thoughts on the thoughts on intergender wrestling. Thoughts on intergender wrestling. Um, I'm not going to give you a controversial one. I think it's fine. Uh, I know there's people, there's a lot of people who are uh, against it for the sake of realism. And like, and honestly, the way I see it, um, I mean, a lot of the things we do are hokey sometimes. I mean, I like an Irish whip itself is pretty hokey, you know, but you know, in that spirit, um, intergender wrestling, there's a lot of, uh, real tough women out there who I think can actually take on some men. Obviously there, there needs to be some respect shown for like a real big guy versus a smaller girl. Yeah, but there's ways, you know. These are professionals; they know how to make a match happen. Um, like for example, you got um, Max the Impaler. They are a real, they're a real threat, you know. Yeah. And that's someone I can't imagine uh, any normal person can fight head on. Yeah, there's yeah, someone one on the East Coast. I don't know if you ever heard of her. They call her the Queen. Have you heard, hey, have you ever heard of? Um, oh my gosh. Karen Bam Bam. Karen Bam Bam. Have you ever heard of her? Uh, I can't say I'm familiar. She, huh. she's like Maxi Impaler, but she, she's a she's one of these people on the East Coast that any female wrestler we've had on the podcast, we say her name and they all go, yeah. Oh she, yeah, she, I know who Karen is. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she'd be a good component for you because you're the strongest man. So she's she's she hits like a Mack truck. Yeah. And she does like let's just say she does the cannonball in the corner and it's either no no coming back or you you're either coming back and you're limping out of it. <laughs> yeah. Damien's kind of another one that could Oh yeah, Damien, not America's sweetheart. She could face any guy. Any guy. Any guy. She won she won a men's belt. Um, what else? what else? Do you ever play any video games? Oh, yeah. Um, right now I'm currently playing Elden Ring. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, I am a big, I'm really big. Into, so it's funny, I never really was into the Soulsborne series at all, but everyone kept raving about how Elden Ring was great. So I'm like, oh, I'd give it a shot. And let me tell you, it is not an easy game. 
mm. you know, got you play games like Fallout or anything like that, you can kind of coast by. You got to really pay attention and actually, I don't want to say, you got to try. You have to really put in the effort in in practice in, in Elden Ring because, man, those enemies can get you just like that if you don't dodge at the right time. It, it can get really frustrating. I yeah. remember... I remember back in the day, I used to play Mist. What was that? Mist. Mist. You remember that game or? Uh, no, I don't. That that was like that. Joe, you remember that game or no? It sounds familiar, but the game I'm I'm, I'm trying to get myself back into again is the MLB, the new MLB, the Show, two thousand one. And but I just I feel bad. I feel like I'm doing the the thing like Andy did to, to Woody at the end of the second movie. I don't want to play. I'm, with you. I just pre-ordered WW2K22, and I'm like, sorry. As of next Thursday, I'm dropping them out, playing the new WWE game. <laughs> I'm hoping the new WWE game is good. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I did not buy 2K20 because uh, oh. I saw the early reviews, and I'm like, yep, I'm good on all that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I got so excited for after the first three trailers, and then the newer one, I'm like, I'm buying the deluxe. I don't care. It's ninety nine dollars. I'm buying it because I, I can't wait. That GM mode. Yeah, the, that GM mode, and also I get deluxe. I get Eric Bischoff as my one of the GMs. So it's Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you get the cool Eric Bischoff theme. I'm back. You probably just get NWO Bischoff. Hope you're in the game. Hope somebody creates you. I'll definitely. I'll definitely get. Uh, if it's if someone doesn't, I'll definitely make myself. Yes, <laughs> and it's connected to the A. Hey, what's going on? Oh, look who's here. Aisha Raymond's here. Hey. How's it Aisha going? Raymond. Big fan. Fellow baby. wrestler from the, the UK. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was in the May Young Classic, so. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. That'd be a good opponent for you, also. Yeah. Definitely love to look into that. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. She's, she's in England, so like she's trying to. She's doing. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a, a great one, man. Like great, oh fantastic wrestler. Yeah, fantastic. You have to look her up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. She's she's something. <laughs> I'm gonna give her a look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? What else? Have you seen any good movies lately? Or are you looking for any movies that are coming out? Well, I definitely have to see the new Batman when it comes out, which is it came out already. It came, I, is it out tonight? Is it out tonight? No, yesterday. It came out yesterday. Hmm. I'm definitely gonna have to give it a look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to actually see what the show times are looking like. Actually, it came. It was like today and tomorrow are like the sneak previews, and then Thursday night it comes out. I'm definitely gonna have to find a way to watch it because I've I've been looking forward to that one for a long time for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Batman is gonna be awesome. I was recently just talking about how good the the Joker, the old Joker, was today uh, with Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. I mean, I don't. I'm not like a gigantic, like only superhero fan type of guy, but um, I like I like the old Star Wars movies. Those are all good. Mm. I've been more appreciating the prequels as of late. <laughs> um, what other movies do I like? I think one of my personal favorites is Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. Oh man, that's probably I love. I love Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan's such a great director, by the way. Oh, yeah. You know? I wasn't really big on Tenet, though. Tenet was so confusing to me. Tenet, Tenet I have to watch it, that movie three times to actually understand it. Yeah, I might I might need to do it twice uh, myself. So Because <laughs> it's like, wait, what just happened? 
if if you if you like go get a like a bag of popcorn in the other room and then you go watch Tenant and then you miss something, you're like, what did I miss? Yeah, that's a movie you really got to pay attention to. Exactly. Have you got have you guys seen me and Gentle in, in Penny's Worth? Hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Oh, no. no. Um, it, like, it's so like weird with movies these days. You either, you know, what I mean, it's so weird with movies these days. It's either the you want to see the movie so bad, or the movie is so bad you're like, nah, I'll wait till Netflix. It's like, like you know what I mean? Like it's hard because the only movie I've really seen is uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. That was the only movie I've seen in the theater. And that's the only one that I wanted to see. I wanted to see Spider-Man, but I was like, I'll wait. You know what I mean? I'll wait for a little bit. The new Spider-Man's awesome. It's worth seeing the theater. I want to see yeah. it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Guys, mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, there's movies that you want to see, but then you want to wait. Oh, she's talking about Penny's Worth. That's the, the Batman thing. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> It's the Batman spinoff. That's I have a I have a goldfish brain. I haven't seen it, but I heard I heard good things about it. I gotta go back and watch that. You know. But yeah, Batman. I heard it's gonna also it's 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 gonna be on HBO Max real soon. Anyway. Ooh, that's the case. Might just do that. We'll see. I think it's a month or two that they're gonna. They said it's gonna be on HBO Max. They they already have a release date for it already. So you know. Think they're gonna but they're gonna wait like a month or two so so arthur have you seen ghostbusters afterlife yet i have not you need to see it if you're a real like 80s baby that loved the ghostbusters it's one of those movies that it pulls on the heart the right heartstrings hmm. and it's another thing i'm going to tell you is being a diehard fan with the proton pack and the like flight suit and the the traps um if this is the other side if you ever lost somebody and you thought, okay, they're gone, and they're never going to come back to me. They always say, yo, they're gone. This movie makes you say, that person may be gone, but they're always there. That's all I'm going to say. I believe it. Yes, that's all I'm going to say. Is you have to That movie, I was sitting in the theater next to my dad, and at the one scene, I looked at my dad, and my eyes got watery. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. My dad, my dad's next to CEO. He was like, what? I'm like nothing. <laughs> yeah. So, so Arthur, do you have any uh, upcoming shows or? Oh uh... Uh, yeah. So as I mentioned a little earlier, um, this upcoming Thursday, uh, AIW is presenting Wrestle Rave Two, and me and Chuck Stone, Bulking Season, are taking on PME for the AIW Tag Team Championships live on IWTV. So that's going to be a real good time. You know, watch that. Watch. Um, well, wrestling open if you if you don't want to watch us, you know. But no, um, that's going to be a great time for sure. Um, what else is there? Uh, I got a lot of. Yeah, I'm pulling up my schedule right now. All right. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. You can tell your whole schedule. We good. <laughs> that you can tell. That you can tell. That you can tell. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If it's if it's a surprise, don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> I can't say everything, but there are some shit shows which will be pretty cool. I got some stuff in Pittsburgh. I got more dates upcoming and whatnot. Um, you just have to uh, wait and see. It's okay. All right. Do you have any social medias you want to uh, promote also? 
Yeah, I got you. Um, on my Twitter uh, is uh, Strong MacArthur because Arthur MacArthur was taken. Uh, Instagram is uh, Arthur two underscores MacArthur. Really important you have the two underscores. Okay. Again, Arthur MacArthur was taken. Um, I do have Facebook. I, I, I add most people on there. Um, but if you, for some reason, find a guy whose name isn't Arthur MacArthur but looks exactly like me, don't add him. He's not going to add you back. But, uh, yeah, that's as far as uh, my socials go, for sure. All right. Yeah. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Arthur. We, could, we hope I you come back. I appreciate you guys having me, man. I hope you come back in the future, though. Dude, we'll, you know? well, we'll have to talk. We'll keep getting conversations after in the end of April. See if you and your partner have any clear schedule and you're together. You could even, if you guys can't be in the same room, you could even do uh, StreamYard. Like you could be in your house and he could be at his house and have, do your tag team like that. Yeah. We do like do. a split screen. Yeah. yeah. Just tell him. I'll, we'll definitely keep you keep in contact for May so we could have the, the, the tough, the two strongest men in the world come on dudes at ringside. I'm all about it. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I have one more question before we go. Do you oh, have yeah. any story? Do we have any stories from the ring or uh... stories from the ring? There's a or training. I'm trying to think of some good. Uh, man, I actually would have known that before because I have a lot of stories. <laughs> we can go on. We can go on. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the one story I will share. Oh God, I'm, 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 there's pressure here. Okay, I'm going to use my my classic story here. There was one time me and Bitcoin Boys and Chuck Stone, we were having a, a tag match in, up in the Michigan Territory. Um, and we were supposed to have a tables match. And the tables they provided for us were the most absolutely dangerous things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, imagine a table, not like the typical ones you'd see on television, but like the very splintery kind, like something that came out of a 1920s workshop. Oh, we've heard this story before. <laughs> Where this is going? Oh yeah, and it's just <laughs> there. They have uh, there's like metal handles on there. Oh no. Yeah, so we had a two out of three falls match, and half of the tables are what I just explained—really splintery, dangerous tables. So we had to clean sweep them two to nothing. It was a uh, very like uh, disappointing because we didn't get to go all the way, but Aww. like we couldn't put ourselves through those splintery tables man it, it was awful oh geez that's 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 that meme that that keeps going around wait what and then it's like you know the meme that goes going around with the guys going wait what and then it's like joe, joe knows the story i'm about to tell there was uh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah tell yeah, you gotta well, no, tell i'm story. not gonna say names though i'm not gonna say names no, don't, don't say names don't get anybody in trouble but i'm not gonna get anyone in trouble but there was like a little match right these two wrestlers they were climbing a ladder, right? And they were going to do the table spot. It was going to side effect the guy off the ladder through the table. What they didn't realize was the table was not gimmicked. Well, like, yeah, the table wasn't a gimmick table. It was a real table. Like an actual table. Yeah. So, so he they, they couldn't change it back then. Because they were already halfway through, and everybody would know. And he told the opponent that this is going to hurt really, really bad. I'm so sorry. Puts him through the table, the, the non-gimmick table. Yeah, non-gimmick table. That was so the table didn't even break. 
Yeah. Didn't break. Didn't Off break. Off the ladder. Off the ladder. He like, had the person had a black and blue from the middle of their knee all the way up to the up, up to their armpit. That's that's so brutal. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor person. Jeez. All right. Uh, but we'd like to we'd love to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. By the way, appreciate Austin. you guys having me, man. Oh, uh, we'll still right. to see you in the future. So, hey, man, to keep in right. touch, you know where to reach me, dude. Yeah. All so, right. go ahead. I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm Metal Geek. And. I'm the strongest man in all the land. And we will see you in the next one. Looking great, guys.